and welcome back after a short hiatus to Inside Travel Trade with me, Katie Blake, and my partner in crime, Emma Jane Nutbrown, founder of That's The Ticket. Out on the hills of Freedom Day, we are thrilled to be joined by Adam Reeves from the London Tourism Cooperative to fill us in on how the coalition is helping London's tourism economy to get back on its feet. So Adam, welcome, welcome to our show. Thank, Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, can you please tell us a little bit about the London Tourism Cooperative, why you guys started it and what your aims are? Yeah, so the London Tourism Cooperative was set up back in August of 2020 in response to the global pandemic that we've all sat through for the last 18 months. It was set up by Jonathan Manford, who you've had a previous episode with, of course, yeah. uh, from Made Tourism marketing and um, is run purely by volunteers so we've had incredible support from volunteers um, I run all the membership and social media side and look after that with Susanna Mann from X Royal Collection Trust and then we've had support from Katie we've had support from Rob Way uh, from London Planner and the outpouring of industry support has been astronomical. So the purpose of London Tourism Cooperative is really to rebuild the value of tourism to London and the South East's economy. Um, we now, we started with 10 members, which were a cross section of maids clients from attractions to theatres to small companies like that's the ticket to um everything else and now we've got over 350 individual members and 150 corporate members and again it's a cross-section of the whole industry so we've got big names such as the royal opera house and then we've got small startups like imagine experiences for example um as well and everything in between uh, we've recently done two major activations um, in order to drive tourism into London. So the first one was our Rainbow Wishing Trees, which took place um, over a period of 10 days in June. And that was eight locations across London include, and the southeast, including Windsor, Battersea Power Station, Greenwich Peninsula, Kensington Palace. Uh, we also had um, a few others in there as well. And the idea behind that was the Japanese Tambata culture um, of wishes on trees. So it was inspired by that culture. And then we got people from around the UK to text their messages of hope and positivity into local radio stations. And that really, we promoted that on social media. We um, highlighted that in lots of communications with our partners as well. And the idea of that was obviously to get people to come and see that activation and enjoy all what London has to offer. Awesome. Can I ask one thing? What, um, do you remember the messages of hope? Could you give us one of those messages if you, if you can recall one of them? So I think that would be beautiful yeah. to share. Let me find one. I do have them. Happy Peter Star. Meanwhile, meanwhile, um, whilst we're taking people in box, um, obviously kind of you know, 
being established um, in challenging circumstances to rebuild the value of tourism for London is no mean feat. I mean, obviously, you've mentioned one activation that you've successfully delivered in the in um, recent weeks. You know, what is the opinion of London Tourism Cooperative in terms of what the capital needs in order to recover? And I know that's you know a very broad question to ask, but based on what you're finding is working well and the response you're having from the public and visitors what what do you think i think people need something different they need a different reason to come to london there's going to be and i know we'll come on to this a bit more later but there will be a change in the shift of people coming to london so people will travel more off peak and they will be looking for different reasons to travel to london so the Wishing Tree event that I highlighted just then was obviously something that's not been done in London before. These key locations, it gave people a different reason to come to London. What also is needed more from an industry point of view and what we have found as well is there needs to be more collaboration. So we are working with all of the associations, tourist boards, the likes of London and Partners, BETA, the Coach Tourism Association, the Visits, so Visit Windsor, Visit Greenwich, Visit Richmond are all members of LTC. But there needs to be a more joined up approach. We've always seen the Let's Do London campaign. And at the moment, the imagery on that is only focused on one element of London being central London and if we look at the activations that they're doing over the next few months they are all within the central London activation zone. The purpose of London Tourism Cooperative is to promote tourism across London so that's why with our wishing trees for example we had events for those in Greenwich, in Windsor and in Richmond for example. So really collaboration, you know, not just central London activations, but I think what's interesting that you said there is off-peak travel, because, you know, one of the things that we've seen a lot of um, in media headlines and even in government speeches is, is a push for people to return back to the office, and obviously that would be, you know, mostly peak travel. Um, so this idea of off-peak is really interesting, um, but also what you're saying there about, you know, having a real point of difference. I mean, as, as marketeers, you know, we think about USPs and differentiating our clients all the time. But I think what you've struck there is, you know, new, you can have new that's new, you can have new that's distinctly new. Yeah. A really new experience. And I think that's a really interesting observation to make in terms of where attractions and destinations need to perhaps be pushing themselves a little bit further. Um, and that might require more budget, it might require going out of their comfort zone. But do you think that you know, the activations like the Wishing Tree and others that you've got planned in the future, that those are really going to be what we need to get London getting visitors back in their droves? Yeah, I think that's one element. Obviously, the confidence is another element as well. So people have to be feeling confident to travel. Now, going slightly comparing international travel, which I do a lot for my day job, um, people aren't confident at the moment when it comes to international travel because of all the restrictions changing every five minutes and all of this. So 
I think that London and the UK obviously has a massive opportunity this year. Uh, we've seen, I've seen some numbers of transport this year and there are increased bookings in terms of transport to around the UK, in particular car transport. So people are tending to opt that as well. But I think, yeah, definitely we need to project confidence to come to London, make sure that London is, London has always been viewed as a safe city, but project that even more now. And what we're doing as well in all of the activations that LTC has done is obviously promoting the we're good to go messages and all the hand sanitization and making sure that they are in line with government's guidance. So if you take the wishing tree activation as an example, that was originally going to happen about six months ago, but obviously we had to push that because of government restrictions. Yeah, you talk about we're building a value and bringing confidence. How do you think, Adam, that London's tourism economy is going to change as a result of the pandemic? I think that it's going to be tougher for organisations to get people because everyone is vying for attention now. So there's so much that this city has to offer that's amazing. Yeah. And the, you need to track it, attract attention. Um, one of the things that London needs to do as well is need to need to shout about it more and also highlight how easy it is to get to the capital because most of southern, middle England, the Midlands, like I spend a lot of time in Birmingham and the surrounding areas and Coventry and we're doing some work in Coventry. It's only an hour from London. You can pop down for the afternoon, you can see a show, go to a restaurant for dinner, be home by eight, nine o'clock in the evening. So the connectivity to London is something that we are promoting as well. So we are working with train operators to highlight, come to London with X train operator and come to the Music Escapes Festival or the Wishing Trees or the Monsters or whatever it is that we do. I think that's an area that is not being focused on. Um, and also the simplicity as well. People are going to want simplicity of being able to know that they can go and see the crown jewels at a time that suits them. They don't have to queue, booking it is easy and they get the time slot that they want. And also it's a perfect opportunity to come and do stuff like that now because there's no queues. London is starting, will start to pick up with school holidays of course, but it's a perfect opportunity to see all those places that are usually full of tourists to the rafters. Will it? Will it though, Adam, can I ask? Do you have the confidence that London's going to pick up this summer season? I think it will. I think families are desperate to enjoy the city and they are desperate to get out. Um, kids have had a tough school year tough couple of school years really if we think about it and families have saved more um, again a correlation with outbound travel 
we have seen that people are spending more on their holidays so they have used their time to show the that they can save and also spend more on their outbound holidays so if you look at Orlando as an example um 2024 2025 bookings are astronomical for Orlando at the moment because people are wanting to spend more so families are definitely going to come to London I think they might not come in as bigger numbers but I think we will see an increase in families over the next few weeks as long as we continue with this nice weather of course absolutely and I guess that ties in nicely with the campaign that the Mayor of London launched over this week um, you know, um, filling London as a huge summer um, of family fun. You know, what do you think the competitive advantages are for London to drive business back during 2021? You mentioned, obviously, that there are so many amazing things that people can be doing. But one could say, you know, that if somebody lives in a city, would they want to spend time in another city? Would they want to maybe go to the countryside or the coast? You know, what is it that you think is going to be the key pull people to want to come to a city in the summer? I think it's different depending on the audience and I think that's something that the Let's Do London campaign needs to narrow down a bit more is obviously look at how they are going to get Londoners back to London. So if you look at what we're doing for example we have obviously done two major activations the Wishing Tree one that I highlighted earlier and our Music Escapes Festival, which culminated in some amazing one-off performances, such as the Choristers at St Paul's Cathedral and the London Transport Museum hosting jazz. Now, those two events cross over with both a tourist market and people like ourselves that live in or near London. There needs to be stuff that highlights that, but there also needs to be specific marketing for those audiences. So we are carrying out a campaign later on this year, which will highlight the London and Southeast offer to Londoners. So we are working with a publication on that and we will be pro producing a guide as a LTC, um, an A5 guide um, with uh, a major London publication. Fantastic. Um, what else can you tell us about what's in store for the remainder of the year, Adam? Uh, watch this space. There will be a Halloween-themed um, activation. Uh, we'll be launching more information on that uh, later on this year. We've got a adult photography competition, so the theme around that is movement. So all things inspired by movement, whether it's jumping, skipping, running, dancing, um, and that will be exhibited in a either an art gallery or a hotel somewhere cool in central London. We will also be doing an amateur bake-off, so inspired by the Great British Bake Off, we will get people to send in pictures of their bakes and then we will host a bake-off type event uh, somewhere in London, um, potentially with a bakery partner as well. And things are evolving all the time. We're constantly getting asked for support from our members. Just today, one of our members reached out and has asked for some support for some of their campaigns that they're doing. So 
watch this space, there's always opportunities when it comes to LTC and what we're going to do next. But it's exciting to be part of it. Use this as a plug. How do you support your members? What can we do to get your backing? So supporting members, LTC is free to join. So you can join as a member of LTC. We host a monthly meeting where we give updates. We don't just give updates of what we're doing though. We have key speakers. So in the past, we have had speakers such as Joss Croft from UK Inbound. We've had Tracy Halliwell from London and Partners. We've had Bernard Donahue from Alva. We are hopefully getting a big speaker next week as well. Um, one of the other oh, things. Yeah. <laughs> you want us on? Perfect. Perfect for the two of you. The, the, the Travel Trade Podcast Queens, of course, um, can come on and talk, uh, definitely. And we will also be launching a kids activation that I forgot to say about, which will be similar to a Where's Wally type activation, but a brand new character, um, it, which has been designed by one of the UK's top leading fashion designers. Nice. God, there's so much going on. Can't wait to hear more about your plans when they unfold. Um, we've spoken a lot about kind of the London initiatives um, that are happening. And as we know, obviously, London uh, is a key gateway for the UK tourist economy. Um, and there's uh, you know, a lot of uh, commentary over the last few days about how much the UK tourism industry is suffering. And obviously, in turn, that affects London. I mean, you know, if you were not having an audience with myself and Emma, but if you were sitting down in front of our ministers, you know, what would you be saying that London and the UK needs? I think it needs more support. The tourism industry definitely needs more support. I mean, yes, we've got furlough till the end of September, beginning of October, but it doesn't go far enough. Um, furlough extension would be good but we also need targeted support for the industry. So we need a package of measures. And when it comes to inbound tourism, that's only going to restart when people feel confident. It goes back to the confidence thing that we discussed earlier and people feel confident to travel. People aren't confident to travel when they have to do two free tests. It family of three, four, it could add on an extra four, 500 pound onto their holiday. And they'd rather be spending that money in shopping in London or a activity or a nice dinner whilst they're here. So I think that if we get some targeted support, why can't we do travel out to help out like we did for eat out to help out, like give everyone a voucher to go and support a local tourism business. I think we've just coined that phrase. Um, but yeah, why can't we do something like that? That give everyone a £10, £20 voucher to go and go and go to the Tower of London, go to the Postal Museum, go to a core attraction or do a tour or just explore London or what else the UK has to offer. In some sense, it's like the, um, the phrase that psychologists say to their patients, which is remember your seven-year-old self. 
And maybe that's what we need to be doing is kind of you know, seeing London yeah. through the eyes of a child and that's, that. yeah, rediscovering it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adam, it's been absolutely wonderful to have you on. I just remembered that we haven't come back to you with the message of hope um, that oh, you yeah. have in your inbox. Yes. So let me, let me find one. Um, That'd be a lovely, lovely way to end the podcast. And also, I think that you are onto something there. Travel out to help out yeah. to visit an attraction. And if anyone's going to lead it, Adam, it should be you guys at LTC. Yeah. You should really yeah. do that one with Rishi's and that. Yeah. And you heard it here first, the Inside Travel Trade. <laughs> An Inside <laughs> Travel Trade exclusive. <laughs> Our first one. And we'll end on a message of hope from LTC. Yeah. So this is one of our messages from Hope from our wishing trees. So uh, this was submitted to BBC local radio around the country and then we collated them. Uh, BBC local radio has about 21 million listeners a week across its network of radio stations. So an amazing reach. And then in terms of the campaign itself, we reached a significant audience. The, Facebook post alone was shared by or viewed shared or viewed by five thousand people alone. So well, well it's done. amazing. So here's the message: Remember, you are braver than you believe, and stronger that you seem, and smarter than you think. We must accept finite disappointment, but we must never never lose infinite hope. Hope is like a road in the country. There never was a road, but when many people walk on it, the road comes into existence. Well, Adam, some wonderful words of hope to leave our listeners with this evening. Lovely to see your face and lovely to be with you, Emma. Lovely, lovely, lovely to see you both as well. I think the end message is never lose radiant hope. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. 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 Th